Hey, this is Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, the host of The Game of Life, where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. Welcome to The Game of Life. My name is Gail Nelson, host of The Game of Life Mentoring Podcast and President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters. I do have a day job, by the way, you guys. I just do this for fun, uh, but I'm pleased to have in the studio uh, with me family. Uh, from Avinsky and Katz, uh, we have Catherine Soho yeah. and David Avinsky. Welcome to the Game of Life. Thank you for having us. Yeah, Gail, thank you very much. Oh, it's it's a pleasure having you all here. And what you do for us uh, as a brand, um, as we seek to help children uh, here in Miami-Dade County is, thank you, doesn't seem to be enough. But I will just say that this show was created, this podcast really began to help uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters through this cool, innovative medium of a podcast to really highlight people that are getting it done, companies that are getting it done, firms and organizations, uh, and individually and collectively, you all are truly a dynamic duo. Uh, and so let's just start by just letting our listening audience in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, YouTube, all the mediums, Instagram, just know who you are as individuals, because that's at, at the end of the day, uh, that's where it starts. So ladies first. <laughs> and you got a big day coming up, by the way, as well. I do, I do. I'm Soon expecting to be. my first baby. That so is that's awesome. exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank and so you. just talk, Catherine, talk to us about just uh, who you are, where you grew up, and sure. how you got involved with the firm. Absolutely. So I grew up in Miami, born and raised, and I'm a certified financial planner with Avinsky and Katz. I've been there for 13 and a half years now. And Funny enough, I actually started with them in high school. Really? Yes, and I started- Three years ago, three years ago. <laughs> three years ago, yes. <laughs> so I started um, during high school and I would go after school just to file paperwork and scan in documents and label them and move them into files. Wow. And once I graduated high school, they offered me a full-time position and I couldn't refuse it. It was, it was fantastic. I needed it and I wanted it. So I took it and I've been there since. <laughs> that is great. And just evolved in my career and it's, it's been fantastic. When you say that, I think about our littles. Yeah, absolutely. I think about uh, one particular little sister that was interning at a company in the Gables when in high school she was mentored yeah. there in our school to work program, our workplace mentoring program, and now she's a full-time employee. Exactly. And so that's that speaks says a lot rather about you. Your commitment and dedication says a lot about the firm as well. Absolutely. Speaking of which, David, talk to us. Where'd you grow up and how'd you get involved? Uh, I grew up here <laughs> in uh, the Miami Shores area of Miami. Another native. And that's yeah. right. I've been here quite a long time. Um, and I was very lucky. My father founded our firm back in Wonderful. 1986. Wow. Uh, so it's great um, to have him kind of moving. He's still very involved in the firm. Um, we're up to about 30 people now. We're in Coral Gables, and again, that's our 35th year. So we're really congratulations. Happy. Yeah, thank you. We're very happy to be part of the community, involved in the community, uh, and we really love this community. So it's it's a nice to, for you know organizations like Big Brothers and Big Sisters because to give us opportunity to give back to the community. Well, it's our absolute pleasure. Uh, and so, high school intern, now full time employee, 13 and a half years 13 later. 13 and a half years. Yes. Wow, and family. A dad who found founded the company. That's right. And here we are today. Yeah, no, it's it's great. Um, 
it's, it's really nice. We I think we have the same kind of culture in the firm, a really kind of family kind of feeling. Yes. Uh, we have, I think, 13 shareholders now. Um, we're growing uh, robustly. It's very interesting. And, and what's nice about our firm is we're financial planners. And so really what we've seen over the very many years is our clients are very, very charitable. They're very much giving back to the community. And it's really what started us to kind of on our way is to see the you know the great things that our clients like to do, the bequests, uh, how they want to encourage their children to be involved and some of the things they're being involved in. And so it's a natural that we kind of wanted to follow our clients' lead. And so we really promote getting involved with our community, especially big brothers and big sisters, which is such an amazing you know opportunity for people. Uh, like you mentioned, someone started interning, it gives them the opportunity to, to grow and then fill into that role. And so we're really pleased just to be a, you know, a part of this, this organization. And I do this from time to time. They love it in the back because I drive them crazy. <laughs> but I'm about, to, I'm about to name this podcast because typically I give them this post-show or pre-show. And they're <laughs> listening right now. So the name of this podcast will be, when it goes live mm -hmm. to all the world, no pressure at all with the <laughs> questions, is a legacy of leadership, a legacy of giving. That's what this is all about. I love it. And they just told me in the back, well, thank you very much. <laughs> a legacy of leadership, a legacy of giving. Because in terms of family, in terms of mentoring, uh, just a young adult. Absolutely. And now here you are, soon to be a mom. So, and the legacy just continues. A legacy, something that's passed down from one generation to the other. So with that in mind, this is a mentoring podcast. And David, I'm going to start with you. Who mentored you? Now, we, we know, I know people say, well, yeah, I have, a, I have a number of mentors. I get that. But I'm talking about just who comes to mind. I think I may know the answer to this one, but <laughs> I would still ask you the question, who mentored you and what did he or she teach you? Right. Well, you know, I, I, again, not to, uh, to come back on your kind of you know, what you said. It, it certainly had a lot of people influence me. But I know that. But certainly it would be by my father, Harold, who's had yes. a huge impact. Obviously, I followed him into the, into the, to, to the family business. Um, but, you know, we were one of the first, I'll be very proud of, of what we've kind of accomplished in the community and, uh, you know, and the kind of national financial planning in our country, you know, uh, broadly. We were one of the first firms to, you know, really push fee-based planning, uh, fiduciary planning uh, back in the 80s and the early 90s. And, you know, that's something that really I think is an amazing accomplishment. We've always kind of stood up for the individual investor. Uh, we're, we're sort of contrarians to Wall Street. Um, and we really were kind of uh, one of the leaders, and he was certainly one of the leaders. He was head of the Certified Financial Planning Board, brought that designation to, to a lot of popularity. He was on the international board and, of course, brought that to multiple countries and now adopted the designation of Certified Financial Planner. Um, it's really sitting on the same side of the client as your uh, – same side of the table, pardon me, as your client. Um, and we think it's the, really the right way to do business sure. um, uh, in investments. So, you know, he's been a huge influence in my life. Uh, you know, I, he sent me to train on someone else's dime. So I worked for a couple different companies until I joined when I was about 31 years old. That's almost 19 years now I've been with the firm. Um, and so he's really one of the most honest, passionate, um, caring people that I know. And Absolutely. so I was really lucky to have, to have him active and, and to be a mentor of mine. And having had the pleasure of meeting him in person is special. Caring and I, you, the apple does not fall far from the tree, uh, and it's 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 a legacy of giving. Uh, so, a shout out to uh, your dad who's done an incredible job in mentoring you. I'm very lucky, great, right? thanks, Gail. No doubt about it. And as a dad, it's pretty cool uh, for me as well. You know, it's seeing my kids grow up, and it's just that's that's part of it. And you want to plant that seed and hope that as they get older and that they can just not only meet, but exceed what we've been able to do, you know, as well. So Catherine, soon to be mom, 
Now, I'm, I'll keep saying that. That's got a nice, every time I say it, you smile. It has smile. a nice ring to it, yes. It does. <laughs> who, who mentored you and what did he or she teach you? So, I mean, it's a great question, but again, there there are many people sure. that have influenced my life, but first person that comes top mind is my mom. Yes. And she's just a pillar of strength and she's shown me so much. She's She's taught me how to be resilient, how to be responsible. She's taught me how to be respectful and I feel that all the things that she's taught me, I've been able to bring with me to my career. And those things have helped me become successful and helped me become the person that I am today. So yeah. she's absolutely the first person that I think of. And when you think about life lessons, uh, what's one life lesson specifically that your mom, that, that just she told you or just made you aware of that just that stands out, that sticks with you today? One life lesson would be to never give up. Yes. My mom has been through a ton of adversity and I have seen her overcome so much, and that to me has been so inspiring. So I would say that she never gave up, and that's something that she's taught me. And as I said to David, I'll say to you, Catherine, she's, she's done a great job, <laughs> a great Thank job, you. and I'm sure that Indeed. some of the same things that your mom taught you Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know where I'm going. Yes, I know where I'm going. See, again, this, again a legacy of leadership, yes. a legacy of giving. Yes. Uh, and speaking of a legacy of giving, Big Brothers Big Sisters of Miami was established in 1958. So 61 years of giving back to this community, over 65,000 children uh, being served just through one-to-one -one mentoring relationships. And now you add to that the bigs, the volunteers, the mentors. You add to that the families that we've impacted as well. Yeah. And we're a solid brand, but we don't charge the bigs, the littles, or the parents a dime. Uh, and that is why having partners uh, like Vince and Katz and having leaders like the two of you, it's so important for our not only our survival, but our long-term stability as well. So when did you get involved, David, with Big Brothers Big Sisters? Yeah, and again, congratulations. You know, the imprint that you guys have had on this community is just uh, unmeasurable. And Thank it's amazing you. the things that, that you do. And again, we, we appreciate letting us be a very small part of the successes that you're that you're bringing to, to the youngs uh, and the kids uh, in this community. It was interesting. We were teamed up um, in the past with uh, University of Miami, where they introduced me to Big Brothers and Big Sisters locally. We were doing a program down there called Motivated Youth, uh, where we helped get uh, a bunch of high school kids together. And we had a couple, maybe half a dozen to a dozen charities, depending on the year, come down. And we'd make the kids make some tough decisions. We gave them kind of funny money, maybe a couple hundred dollars each. Right. Maybe a hundred, a couple tens, a twenty here, you know, fifty there, some fives. And we had the kids go up and have to have the uh, the person from Big Brothers or the other non for profits talk to the kids about the program. They would get up on stage and then make a skit or a presentation of why it was important to the other children to allocate some of their dollars to that particular charity. And so we did that with University of Miami for a number of years, and it's where I got introduced to, to the program and really have been in love with it, because it's, you guys are really where the rubber hits the road. And so it's a, it's a very important organization to support here, here in Miami. That's great, and Catherine, when did you get involved? So I would say about two years ago, um, actually, the firm gave me such a great opportunity to give back to an organization of my choice, and I found Big Brother, Big Sister. And I went to one of the incredible events hosted by the Miracle Society. Yes. And I remember listening to the match and there was uh, there was a little and and her big were there and I remember just being able to relate to that situation so much and how much it spoke to me that I was hooked since then. So ever since it's been about this organization. Well, I tell you what uh, and 
I'm happy to share that Big Brothers Big Sisters of Miami received a gold standard award nationally from our from our national office, a one of five uh, affiliates nationwide. And also, we have the Big Brother of the Year, Hugo Mantilla, uh, as well. He's in the financial uh, planning business as well. So certainly, you all will get a chance to meet him. Uh, I'll have him on the podcast uh, in the future for sure. And his little brother, Louis, uh, and his little brother saw him. And just as an example, the power of the match yes. presentation. And he said, I saw how he lived and how he went to work and he worked hard. And there's a picture of the little boy, little Luis, in his suit and a picture of Hugo in his, I mean, identical suits as well. And he was just a little guy. But now Louis just graduated from high school. He's 21 now, sorry. And he's now in college studying finance. That's fantastic. And so the impact uh, that individuals make. I mean, so you got involved as a result of hearing the the impact of a match presentation. Absolutely, and I, I just, I saw the potential that yes. these bigs bring out of the littles, and I think that's so important to highlight because these littles have so much in them. They're resilient, they're strong. They can accomplish so much, and they just need someone to guide them. That's and exactly right. And I think that's right. what they do. And that's your story. That's exactly my that's story. That's your story. You yeah. mentioned Miracle Society. And so who will be heading Miracle Society as we move <laughs> forward? I just want to throw some, uh, some hard questions now, David. Uh, so I mean, who will be leading the Miracle Society? And for those, go ahead. <laughs> that would be me. Excellent. <laughs> With uh, a mentor chair, Carol. Very good. As well, good. Carol Reinsma, which is, she's fantastic. So it'll be the two of us. And Absolutely. We look forward to the challenge. <laughs> and I think with that, for those that are listening, we have various giving societies. Uh, and I would be remiss if I did not just let folks that are listening know that whether it's our website, bbbsmiami.org or 305-644-0066, our phone number, to join a Miracle Society, it's sponsoring three matches, three matches, three relationships that can change a kid's life forever uh, and really just ignite that power and potential and promise that are in these youth, as Catherine said. Uh, and Miracle Society is $5,000 pledge over three years, three matches. Or if you want to do more than that, call us. We'll talk about it, and we can customize a plan to fit anybody. So having David here and Catherine here talking about Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and the impact you all are having. Why Big Brothers, Big Sisters, David? I mean, you mentioned, yeah, it's where the rubber meets the road. True. But there's a lot of nonprofits, and certainly there's a lot of folks doing great work. We don't believe in competition. It's all about collaboration. Mm -hmm. But certainly donors have a choice. Uh, so why Big Brothers, Big Sisters? Oh, a, a great question, and I think you know, a pretty easy one to answer is the reality is, like Catherine mentioned before, children have so much potential. Yes. Uh, every child is born equal, but maybe not with the, the same opportunities in life. And let's just talk in a business sense. I mean, if you talk about the, not only is it important to do, important to pass on the knowledge and experience that somebody has to help really bud that potential into a beautiful human being, but think of it also on a business side of it. The more we can adopt and help kids from pre-K, early learning, to, to really giving kids a chance at that potential, you're stopping all sorts of recidivism, problems that could, could affect the community later on. And just as a business person, I think that most corporations and firms need to hear this, is you're investing where it matters the most. If you wait until a long time in the future when you might have some social problems or others, you're, the, the time to, to invest early and small and efficiently is past. And so I think that especially I, I want to talk to the business community, it's very important for corporations. We're a small firm, a very small firm. It's a very important even for the smaller law firms, the smaller corporations, the smaller businesses to get involved because what you're doing for our community is you're investing early in our most valuable important asset, which is our children. And to do that just on a business sense, you're really 
investing in something that has a much bigger payout. Uh, and so that's why we're really attracted to children's charities and especially Big Brothers in particular because just of the great work you do, the impact, the amount of children that you mentioned before. Um, I mean, that's a really great way to see the investment on your time, on your energy, on the important donations. Because listen, let's talk frankly, you know, the programmatic efforts are there, what you do is fantastic, but the donations and the monies that are that are sent to do these programs are they're really the oil, the gas that make the engines run. That's right. And so that's why it's very important to go ahead and have it properly funded and, and being able to be properly funded, we can really change the community we live in. That's beautiful. So the cost of doing nothing is just far too high. Exactly right. Yep. Wow. Spoken like a true financial guy. The yield on your investment is very positive. Yep. Incredible. Catherine, you are our newest board member. No pressure. You didn't know that, right? <laughs> yes, okay. I, I just want to make sure, David, I'm, I'm throwing I'm the tough questions at Catherine. Uh, and so with the backing of an incredible firm rooted and grounded in family and giving back, uh, as our newest board member, obviously with oversight of Miracle Society, teaming up with Carol Ryan to be your mentor chair, what do you seek to gain from this board member experience uh, and what value add are you bringing to the table? Sure, it's a great question. I think as far as value add, um, I'm a person that thrives on checking things off a to-do list. Mm. I like getting things done. Awesome. Um, and I plan on bringing productive and innovative ideas to the table, but not just ideas. I plan on bringing them with an execution plan. How do we actually do this? Because having ideas is great, it's brilliant, but having a roadmap to bring those ideas to life is actually what makes the organization grow and makes it better. And everything can always be better, right? Um, it's perfect now, but we can make it better. And I think that's, that's really where I would love to focus and that's really where I think my value is when it comes to, to the board. And as far as what I'm looking to gain, I'm just, I'm looking to meet like-minded individuals. You know, I'm looking to get our firm's name out there in the community more so than what it already is. And my name too, right? I need to make a name for myself as that's well. Right. So that's, that's what I'm looking to gain, but it's more about what can I do to help progress with the organization? What can I do to help the organization grow and make sure that these kids are getting what they need to bring out their potential. That's awesome. And so the last question I have for both of you is when you, there's folks listening, uh, again, throughout this, all the social media uh, mediums, uh, this podcast is being broadcast. And having folks like you sitting in these seats to tell where you came from, how you grew up, how you were mentored, what you were doing, and why you get involved with Big Brothers and Big Sisters, that's why this podcast exists. But for those out there listening, that business owner, that business person, uh, whoever he or she may be that's thinking about getting involved in a board, thinking about getting involved as a donor, maybe even as a volunteer. What's your message to them? Catherine, we'll start with you. What's your message to them? So my message is make sure that the nonprofit speaks to your core as a mm. person, yeah. that it actually means something to you. So that way, what you bring to the table is energetic, it's passionate, it's, it's strong, and it's a willingness to help. And I don't think if if the organization doesn't speak to you, then you're not really connecting the way that you need to to be productive and and actually do some good for the organization. So I believe just making sure it speaks to your core, um, also just having the willingness to roll up your sleeves and get some work done. You know, put in the work, put in the hard work, and you know it, it's great to have donations. We need them, 
but you also need people to do the work. And that's what I think is should be the expectation of people that volunteer and join the boards and try to get involved. Well stated. David? Yeah, well, I think Catherine really nailed it. I mean, you have to have a, a love of, of, of that particular non-for-profit or that passion for, that, for the organization. So I think you, you really you know, articulated that appropriately. The only thing that I would also add is that you know, people might you know, go out there and say, oh, you know, they've been around for a long time. There are plenty, you know, plenty of people helping them. It's simply not true. That's people right. don't worry. If, right. if this, you need to step up as an individual, if you can convince your corporation or your firm to do so as well, but it's not going to happen without you. People have to realize it's a, this is a big city. You only have so many people doing something. So one individual just stepping forward is sometimes the most important decision a person will actually make. And so don't think that everyone's going to happen. It's going to happen without you. You know, be a part of it because it really needs to happen with you. And I think that that you'll understand that you'll you'll receive something so rewarding, you know, on a personal level as well, uh, that it's worth uh, worth your time and your and your effort and your thought. But don't think people are just going to do it or volunteer or, or help it and get it done. You know, you need to understand that as a person in the community, you better step up. You know, because it might not get done, and these kids could fall through the track. And it's um, never and enough. It's, and it's and not it's, enough. It's never enough. That's right. Yeah, we need help. So. You know, people on your waiting list, Gail, is my understanding. Right. That but is correct. That's mm -hmm. right. So you know, every person listening to this can understand that they, as an individual, can make a huge impact uh, just by giving up their own time. Is it safe to say uh, that this fiscal year that just began July 1 for us, that we will have maybe a few uh, evenings of impact? Because, I mean, you, you remind me, because, David, I tell you, when we sit down, when you're there with the microphone, uh, bringing that same passion, <laughs> saying, hey, it's not enough. We need, we need the support. Is it safe to say we'll team up for some evenings of inspiration at some point this year? Is that a safe assumption? Absolutely. It, it's we, a promise. It's a promise. <laughs> we, we are committed it. to you it. You know this is yes. being recorded. This yes. is being broadcast. Yeah, that's so right. Stay tuned. You will hear to our listening audience and all of Miami. We have invitations going out, and you talk about some wonderful, uh, cool events where we have a, a match presentation to talk about and speak to the impact of what we do. But Thank you in advance for having some cool events, but also looking to do some more with us as well. Yeah, it's an honor to be to be able to do that, and I think that people can need to think out of the box, get your friends together, have what we call a friend raiser. Yes. Try to tell people the message, you know, talk about the impact that we're having, and uh, we're really looking forward to this one this year too. I think it's our third year in a row. So third we're, year in a row. We're excited. Row. Yes, yeah. indeed. Well, Catherine, David, thank you for being on the Game of Life podcast. You made my job very easy. I could just sit back, put it in cruise control. Uh, and just and enjoy the ride. So, again, in the game of life, everybody makes a team, but how you play is up to you. Catherine, David, thank you for what you're doing. Thank, thank you, Gail. you, Gail. Greatly appreciate it. And Thanks. I tell you what, and congratulations. Thank you. Another awesome mom. <laughs> I look forward to it. You got it. Game of life. <laughs> Thanks, Let's go. Gail. This is the game of life.